the, the results of ritualistic performances. In the performances mentioned in the Vedas. Mahati, very great. Karmani, fruitive activities. Vichyamana, being engaged. Translation and portrait by the Divine Grace, because they are bewildered by the illusory energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Yajya Bhakya and Jamini and other compilers of the religious scriptures cannot know the secret, confidential religious system of the twelve Mahajanas. They cannot understand the transcendental value of performing devotional service, of chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, because their minds are attracted to the ritualistic ceremonies mentioned in the Vedas, especially the Yaju Veda, Sama Veda, and Rig Veda. Their intelligence has become dull. Thus, they are busy collecting the ingredients for ritualistic ceremonies that yield only temporary benefits, such as elevation to the Sargaloka or material happiness. They are not attracted to the Sankitan movement. Instead, they are interested in Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha. Since one may easily achieve the highest success by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one may ask why there are so many Vedic ritualistic ceremonies and why people are attracted to them. This verse answers that question. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 1515, Vedas, the real purpose of studying the Vedas is to approach the lotus feet of Lord Krishna. Unfortunately, the people viewed by the grandeur of Vedic yakyas want to see gorgeous sacrifice performed. They want Vedic mantras chanted and huge amounts of money spent for such ceremonies. Sometimes we have to observe the Vedic ritualistic ceremonies to please such unintelligent men. Recently, when we established a large Krishna Balaram temple in Vrindavan, we are obliged to have Vedic ceremonies enacted by Brahmana because the inhabitants of Vrindavan, especially the smarter Brahmanas, would not accept Europeans and Americans as bona fide Brahmanas. Thus, we had to engage Brahmanas to perform costly yajnas. In spite of these yajnas, the members of, the, of our society perform Sankirtan loudly with Mridanga. This is Mridanga here. And I consider the Sankirtan more important than the Vedic ritualistic ceremonies. Both the ceremonies and the Sankirtan were going on simultaneously. The ceremonies were uh, meant for persons' interest in Vedic rituals for elevation to heavenly plans. Jadi Kita Mati Madhu Pushpitayam. Whereas the Sankirtan was meant for pure devotees interested in pleasing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We, we would simply have performed Sankirtan, uh, but then the inhabitants of Vrindavan would not have taken this installation ceremony seriously. As explained here, the Vedic performances are meant for those whose intelligence has been dulled by the flower language Vedas, which describe fruiting activities intended to elevate one to the higher planets. 
especially in this age of Kali. Sankirtan alone is sufficient. If the members of our temples in the different parts of the world simply continue Sankirtan before the deity, especially before Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they will remain perfect. There is no need of any other performances. Nevertheless, to keep oneself clean in habits and mind, deity worship and other regular principles are required. Srila Jiva Goswami says that although Sankirtan is sufficient for the perfection of life, the archana or worship of the deity in the temple must continue in order that the devotees may stay clean and pure. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur therefore recommended that one follow both processes simultaneously. We strictly follow his principle of performing deity worship and Sankirtan along parallel lines. This we should continue. Very nice Prabhupada. There's so much described here. So Prabhupada very um, uh, simply, <coughs> clearly explained in this purport the importance of Sankirtan, the chanting of the holy name, the Maha Mantra, and at the same time uh, the process of deity worship. Here to see we worship Radha Krishna, Gauri, Dai Jagannath, In fact, all of our temples in our Hare Krishna movement, wherever we go, uh, we have such elaborate deity worship, uh, so beautifully. Uh, this, uh, you know, dress them. Uh, some people may think, why do you spend so much time worshiping idols? You're wasting your time. You can get a job and uh, uh, make money and make a nice house and, and live a very nice life here. Why do you waste so much time worshiping idols? But it is not like that. Uh, we have to understand everything that we do. It's not that we're just making up. We're doing it. We do everything we do in our Krishna consciousness movement is because it's mentioned in scriptures. Archa Vigraha is the form of deity worship prescribed in the Vedic scriptures. In fact, whatever I'm saying, I'm not making up. It's all in the books. All of us, in fact, whatever we say is according to what's in the scriptures. So deity worship um, is very much, in, very much important. Uh, we can't see Krishna everywhere, even though Krishna is everywhere. But because we neophyte people, we need to see deity in the temple. In fact, those are actually advanced people, advanced devotees of Krishna, they can see Krishna everywhere. Deity worship, in fact, is actually meant for lower people like people who are not advanced. So we need to have a temple where we can come and see and see the deity. We have church, temple, mosque, like that. So we can go to a place where we have a gathering, we can uh, uh, concentrate and see and study like the temple room here. So the deity worship uh, is a process of worship, a system where we can uh, follow the guideline. It's not that um, we just make up some methods. This is a system, how we worship, and the Brahmins, those who are uh, performing the, the deity worship, they're qualified people. So it's not like um, um, 
anyone can walk in the Didi room and perform the puja, worship. They have to have brahmana there. This is the brahmana, I have this thread, the brahman thread. And inside the thread, there are six pieces of thread, three and three, and sometimes they have nine. So brahmanas, we are supposed to have nine qualities of a brahmana. Yeah. Brahmana, Khatriya, Vaisha, Sudra. So, you know, Sama, Dhamma, Tapa, So, Chama. One has to be uh, peaceful, uh, equal, uh, Shanti. Sama, uh, Dhamma, Tapa, and they have, they have to be austere, austerity. There are six qualities a Brahmana has. So then they have this thread. We are initiated into uh, Brahmana. And then they are qualified to worship the deity. That's all. So sometimes people are born in a Brahmana family. So they say, I was born in a Brahmana family, so I'm a Brahmana. It doesn't, according to scriptures, one is not Brahmana by birth. Janma karma. According to, by birth, one is not a Brahmana. He has the facility to become a Brahmana. Just like if you're born, if your parents are a doctor, doesn't mean you're a doctor or a dentist, or whatever. You still need to go to the university and learn how to become a doctor or any other things. So you may, your parents or father or mother, they can help you, but you still need to have the certificate, qualifications. So similarly, born a Brahman family doesn't mean you are a Brahman. Oh yeah, I am a Brahman. I have a big thread. Thread is one thing. Quality is another thing. Having the qualities of a Brahmana is, is the essential in our life, is not the thread. You can buy, go to the market and buy a big Brahman thread, put it on. Just like I got Brahman initiation at the age of 11, very young age, and from Prabhupada. And I don't know if I was qualified or not, but it's the mercy of Prabhupada. And my mother was Brahmana even before me. So Prabhupada asked her, count your finger. You have to chant the Gayatri Mantra on the... These are ten times. So starting from here, ten times. There is a way to do it. And she was doing it all wrong. <laughs> and so Prabhupada told her, you're not a Brahmana. You can't even count. At least you meant be able to count properly, especially when you chant the mantra in a proper uh, sequence on your finger. So sometimes people chant on top of the finger. I heard, I heard you shouldn't chant on top of the finger because the power of the mantra will go away because it's, it's on the fingertip. Should we, so this is called kara, lines. So you chant the mantra inside on the line. So the, the power of the mantra doesn't, can't disappear. That's the, uh, the idea. Nobody told me this. Yeah. It's the first time I hear it. Some things you don't know. <laughs> That's why you have to come to Bhagavatam class. <laughs> or read the books. That's why we make friends with the devotees, because they tell us. When you associate business people, they tell you about money. You talk to the associate devotees, they tell you. So there are not so much to learn. So, um, so the idea is to worship the deity is to have the qualities, the character, 
the principles of Diti Bhoga. If Krishna is, is trying to offer the Bhoga and then you are so busy chanting Gaitri and your mantra and your legs. So you haven't understood the principle of the Vedas. We are attracted to the mantra, but we don't understand the essence of the mantra. Prabhupada is ringing the bell and you are too busy chanting around. Your guru wants food. It's time to eat. So no, no, I'm chanting. So the very meaning of chanting is what? Love of God. Chanting, we chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. What does it mean? Love of God. Yes. Please engage me in your service. Hare Krishna. So Krishna is hungry and then you are too busy chanting Hare Krishna. You haven't understood the meaning of chanting. The meaning of chanting, please engage me in your service. And you are too busy chanting. And Krishna, you are forgetting to offer the Bhoga. So the very meaning of chanting is to please engage me in your service. And then Prabhu, can you clean the... Can you serve the prasadam? Can you bring the prasadam? Can you sweep the... Oh, no, no, I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm a brahmana. I have a big thread. So, you only have the thread, but you don't have the character of the brahmana. Character of the brahmana is when you can actually understand the essence of the mantra. Hare Krishna, please engage in your service. Tears in your eyes, falling at the feet of the Vaishnavas, please engage in your service. Go to Melbourne Temple. There's plenty of service here. Prabhupada made these discount temples all over the world. In the big cities, not in the Himalayas, where there are people roaming around. People are suffering so much mental stress, anxiety, suicidal. In Australia, 2,000 young people are killing themselves every year, suicidal, throwing off the building. So many ways, drowning, hanging. Come to Melbourne Temple. We need people here. Engage. We want everyone to chant Hare Krishna and dance in ecstasy. We go in the street chanting. And see, we say, "Oh, you Hare Krishna. We 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 want to see you from way back in the seventies. We we want to see you. Oh, the Hare Krishna is in the street. Here, the Hare Krishnas are coming. And sometimes we didn't go on the street and say, "Where are you guys? We've seen you for ages." It's not that we build a temple and we live a lavish life here. Our home is in the street. Our home is in the preaching. Preaching brings life. Preaching brings dynamics in Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, we have a nice temple, nice deities, and have a nice prasadam, and then we go to sleep. And every day we wake up, people give donation, use the money to. We are maintaining ourselves. Hare Krishna movement, it means moving. Expanding, bringing more people to Krishna's lotus feet. Come on, Radharani, you see, well, she's standing next to Krishna. She's engaging the other gopis. Come, come. Showing, she's showing other people, engaging them in Krishna's service. Similarly, the guru, the spiritual master, the devotees, we go in the street distributing books, telling people about Krishna. Whomever you meet, tell them about Krishna. That is our duty, is to engage people in Krishna's service. Bring them to the Lord of Krishna. If we call ourselves as devotees, that's what we're meant to do. Devotee means a preacher, a preaching Krishna consciousness. Not that you, in front of the industry, you stand on a thing, oh, this is the only way. You're all demons. We don't say that. 
Pandita Samadarshan, a Pandita, a Brahman, a devotee. He sees everyone in the servant of Krishna, just that they have forgotten. He sees the soul in the heart of an elephant. He sees the soul in an elephant or a dog or a cat. He is not seeing the body. He is seeing the soul within every living entity. That is the quality of a Brahman. He has the character of a, of a Brahman. So, we have this, sometimes we have big fire yajna, sacrifice, which any mantra, which are grains. Actually, the fire, fire is, we have the yajnahotra, is the mouth of Krishna. He is accepting the grains he throws inside, like rice uh, and, uh, and uh, sesame seeds, and ghee, fruits, incense, because Krishna is accepting that offering. We don't throw in ants and snakes and vegetarian. Krishna eats uh, what we eat, what Krishna eats. So this is the, the pit, Yagya pit is actually the mouth of Krishna, he's accepting our offering. That's why um, when, when we do a yagya, the fruit should be clean. And sometimes I see it's still the label on from the supermarket. If you take the label off, clean the food, sometimes you put the fruit, bugs are coming out, they didn't wash it. Just like you offering. So the ghee should be clean, the rice is clean. And then the person who is chanting the mantra should be clean. Consciousness should be clean. He wake up all night, and he didn't sleep well because we were up all night and drinking and smoking and doing illicit activities. In the morning, what kind of consciousness are you going to have? I've seen some people, they do yoga in the morning, they teach yoga. The night before they are drinking, and they want to do balance pose. They can't keep <laughs> because their mind's not there. So devotee mind has to be clean. We go in the deity room, it's not that everybody's watching me. Here I am. You know, we didn't see you for a long time and on the festival day you show up with a big silk chadar and a turban. You're not important. Krishna is important. We are doing seva, service to Krishna. We are not the center of attention. I'm leading the Krishna. Look at everyone, look at me. How nicely I'm playing the We are here to glorify Krishna. We are here to bring everyone to the feet of Krishna. He is the center of everything. We are not the center. Everything we have is the mercy of Prabhupada, is the mercy of Krishna. We are made up of the mercy of our spiritual life. We depend on Krishna for His mercy. We have to have that attitude. The attitude of a devotee is that he is thinking, I'm just a humble servant of the Vaishnavas. Humility is the prime quality of a devotee. Humility is the prime quality of a Vaishnava. But it's hard to ascend in person. This Brahmana, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was in South India. And he came across a, a temple, and and uh, uh, this this uh, Brahmana was talking, and he was looking at the Bhagavad Gita upside down, and all the Brahmins were laughing. How oh, he can't even read, and he was crying. He saw the picture of, of uh, Krishna, Arjuna, and uh, Krishna was driving the chariot, right? And Arjuna's back shooting arrows. 
Yeah, you can say so much good. <laughs> they can do that. But it's a deep, deep, like you're not here anymore. So imagine I, I sit down here, then I go deep meditation. You know, two days, three days, yeah, I'm still here. That's what they could do. Sometimes they could meditate under the water. They can hold the breath for 10,000 years. One minute on time. 10,000 is those, those days. Under the water. They don't have any machinery to detect them where they are. Maybe now they have. They have missiles they can, they can shoot you down under the water. So this is a city, mystic perfection. So the deity worship in our temple is to attract people to come to Krishna. And I, and I remember, first of all, I came, I was attracted to the temple. So beautiful deity, wow, I've never seen before. In India, people worship deity of Krishna, very simple. And the temple room, very simple. I walked in the temple, I said, wow. I told my mother, I'm not going anywhere, I like it here. It's so cooling. I said, I lay down here. Summertime, marble floor, so cooling. You can even eat from off the ground because it's so clean. So attracted to it. And then, I've never been to a temple in India that there's foreigners doing puja. White people, like yeah, European, doing puja, doing kirtan. We see all these Indian people, big beer, and uh, well, saffron, that kind of people. And so this foreigner came out in puja. I said, what is this? I'm so attracted. I said, wow, these, I didn't know this such thing as Europe or America because I'm a small kid. I said, wow, these people are maybe demigod. Because you know, demigods are very white and very tall and big. I said, wow, this temple has demigods. <laughs> so my mother said, these are sahib. Sahib means uh, Europeans. Like sahib. I didn't know what sahib was. So then, um, Prabhupada, Shri Prabhupada brought the foreigners to India to show them we Indians are not doing what we are meant to do. A foreigner is doing what we are doing. So this is the idea that we are following. We want to follow the foreign country, we are following, we are following the Western world, but they are chanting Hare Krishna, they are becoming devotees. That was Prabhupada's idea. That's why his spiritual master asked him to go to America. He was, he was unsuccessful in India. He couldn't preach. He said, oh, there's so many sadhus going around. You're one of them. <laughs> so he, when he brought the foreigners to India, that's how he started the Hare Krishna movement all over the world. So he was criticized. So how you can make these people brahmanas, these lechers, mediators, cowhiders, westerners, brahmanas? So that's my point. It doesn't matter where you come from. It's your character is what makes you what you are. It's your quality. Just like in the morning we have kichri. Some of you eat kichri like a mountain. If it's liquid, it go off the side of the plate. Big, big amount of kichri. So you go for it, you think, ah, oh, no salt, it's overcooked, too, not cooked enough, it's crunchy. So you can't judge by the looks. Is the character, is the quality, is the quality of the prasad, is the quality of the food, quality of the person. You see some, some kids here, all these kids here, Haribo, 
this all these kids are very busy here listening, maybe not listening. You know, the devotee kids, they're demigods. You know, they're like spiritual, very special, very special. I too, I went to some devotee house. They're devotees, and they have one room full of train and toys. What is this? <laughs> but in Melbourne, the Hare Krishna kids, you go to their home, they all they're studying Bhagavatam, scripture, scripture, scriptures, uh, books, and uh, mantra. So you're learning about Krishna. If you teach your kids how to become Krishna conscious from the early age of their life, from this age, from age five, so when they grow up, they become good devotees. They said, nah, Hare Krishna, I had enough. The parents, they forced me to become Hare Krishna when I was small. Now I want to become a non-devotee. But don't worry. Whatever you learn when you're young, that's going to stay inside. And one day, even if they go away, they'll come back due to that. I remember my parents, and I couldn't complain to them. My mother, I couldn't complain to about the devotees, about the temples, which are anything. He said, you just do. Follow. Never give up. You're complaining because you're mine. I had no one to complain to. I just talked to Krishna. Because if you can't complain to your own mom, who are you going to complain to? But she never showed any sympathy. I said, these white people, they're always very bossy and they're controlling they're making me do this thing. Because those days they were all Americans. They were, they were managers and everything. Sometimes they're really, really heavy. My mother said, no, these, these white people, they're demigods. Listen to them. <laughs> and then later on I found out they're not demigods. Maybe they are. <laughs> so it's all the mercy of Prabhupada that we are elevated. Guru's mercy, the mercy of the spiritual master is the qualification that we become a Brahmana. You think you're born in America, in Europe, you're a Brahmana? No. Even we are born in India. In the land of religion, we're not Brahmana anymore. Because we're following the Western world. I went to one house in, in India to do a program. You know, like a Hare Krishna program, chanting, like we're talking. He had dogs. And many dogs and cats running around, swimming pool at the back, big rich guy. And he says, okay, time to push out. They had a table. We had to line up and you self-serve. You know, this is what some Westerners do. That's not our way. We sit and we, everyone serves you. I didn't know that, that this idea of serving yourself, self-service, I never knew this. So, there's only a certain amount of prasadam on the table. We had Gurukul kids. Half away all the food was finished because everybody took too much and nobody thought about keeping for others. We didn't understand the manner. So then, so we told them we have to make everyone sit and serve. Then we will know, we can control the amount of, of prasadam unless we are giving to everyone. So everything we follow is a, is a very system. So there's no problem in that. So even in India, people are becoming Western. So the Thai, Hare Krishna, what's that? And they don't know. <laughs> Hare Krishna mantra. So 
It doesn't matter where you are born. It's your quality. It's your character. That's the character you develop. That's by the mercy of our spiritual master, by the mercy of the Vaishnava, by the mercy of the devotees. That's why all the devotees, oh, Prabhuji, oh, Prabhuji, oh, Mataji, Asirvata, please bless me, right? Because you understand this principle of blessing. Ultimately, Krishna is blessing through his devotees. Devotees thinking is Krishna's blessing. That's why Radharani is there. He, he has like this. What does it mean? You come to me, please bless him. Here, Hare Krishna. Come out. And you feel like, wow, thank you. So she's blessing us. Blessing us to become a good devotee. Blessing us to become healthy, better consciousness, devotionally inclined. He's blessing. We need blessing. It's not that I go and I'll do it. I can do it. No worries. No, no. We have to have the humble attitude. Then Krishna sees. He's sitting in our heart. He's sitting in our heart and he sees how inclined we are to serve Krishna, how enthusiastic to serve Krishna, our inspiration to serve Krishna, our, our desire to serve Krishna, our enthusiasm. Then he put within Krishna says, I am sitting in your heart and I will give you that the blessing. I will enthuse you. I will give you the internal inspiration. People say divine inspiration. I heard people say like that. Divine inspiration. What's, what do you understand about divine? Krishna is in your heart. He is giving that inspiration. He is the divine person. So we have to always understand that underlying principle, not just shallow thing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And then finish next one. And they go on. We're doing it like a machine. Finish my round, hang it up, be back, pick it up next day. No. Whenever you have time, you turn Hare Krishna. Always, when you love Krishna, duty of love, number is one thing, 16 love. You can turn lakhs of rounds because he loves Krishna. He's out of love. Everything, the underlying principle is love. Bhakti, devotion. Love is not the way to ex- express it. Through devotion. When you love your girlfriend, you don't say devotion. Devotion is for God. You're higher than that. You love your what? Love your money. Love your body. They don't have really love. Love Krishna is with devotion. Patram Pushram Phalam Toyam Yame Krishna says, if one offers you love and devotion, flower, fruit or water, leave, I'll accept. He didn't say, offer me halawa puri in the golden plate. He didn't say it. Whatever you have, he's giving everyone an equal opportunity to serve him. Rich or poor doesn't matter. In India, we eat from a banana leaf. Here we have plastic leaf, another leaf, plastic plates, paper plates, banana leaf. And in South India, especially those who come from South India, they serve you in temple banana leaf. It's very nice. Yeah, wash it. And when you put food, it just goes down the side. And they know how to 
eat it before it goes on the side. If you're from the south, they eat this thing called pongo. It's like a kijri, and not so spicy, and uh, it's liquid. So when you put anything liquid on the leaf, it will just slide down. So they knew how to pick it up, and they don't need a spoon. They go, <laughs> gone. It doesn't go through your fingers. It doesn't go all the way. They know. So nicely. Sculpture, eating sculpture. So Krishna similarly, he accepts our love, our affection. Krishna was supposed to go to eat at the house of the Duryodhana, the palace. He didn't go to eat there. He went to the house of Vidura, a hut. They didn't have anything to even give him. They, 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 Krishna just turned up, uninvited. We are praying to Krishna, please. And Krishna come to you. How devotional, how much of a devotee you are, God comes to you. And he was so excited. Krishna's here. You're rolling on the ground, hair standing in air, tears flowing his eyes. First, when a guest comes to your home, you want to give them a seed, something to eat. What is with Krishna comes to your house? And here Krishna's devotee. Oh, is there anything to give him? They found big. Sometime, I remember, um, I was on their age, I used to go to the banana field. I press all the bananas. The one that is soft, you pick it up and eat it. It's ripened from the tree, it's so sweet. Here they artificially ripen it. So, um, so sometimes when they cut the whole banana, they hang it a few days and it will, not, it will ripen automatically, naturally. So sometimes people have bananas in their home. So they had a big bunch of banana. And so give me a banana. So they were, luckily they were ripe. And he was so excited. Give me a banana. And he was throwing the peel. I throwing the banana and giving the peel. And Krishna was eating the peel. If somebody offers me peel, I'll give him a whack. I know what I'm eating. You can taste it. But Krishna was eating the pill and he's throwing the banana away. And he didn't need to do that. He's God. He knows what he's eating. Was he eating the love of his devotee? Because he was so excited to serve Krishna. He didn't care what he was eating. He, could, he knew he was eating the pills. And later he saw all the banana on the ground. And what did I do? So we may be offering Krishna sweet rice, all of our puri, the paneer sabji. Everybody in this temple is mad after paneer. You know that you go back to God and you get a paneer loka. <laughs> he also Krishna paneer. He may not eat it. But he eats your love, your feelings, your devotion. Patram putram, even a fruit or a leaf or water. So understand the Vedas are here. The principle of the Vedas is bhakti, is to offer Krishna devotion. How we can attract Krishna? How we can please Krishna? How we can learn, develop the love for Krishna? Am I developing love for Krishna? It's not, oh, I love everybody, I'm doing so nice, everybody's looking, I feel good. And thumbs up. Yeah, now we're going, you know. How many thumbs up we got? If Krishna is pleased, we are equally happy. Devotees are happy, I'm happy. That's all. If the spiritual master is happy, that's my pleasure. Paradukaduki. A devotee sees other people unhappy, they feel unhappy. 
Some people they see other other people unhappy, they feel happy. <laughs> yeah, jealousness, envy. Our happiness is to see others are happy. If others are unhappy, we feel very very sad. Why are they unhappy? We want to know the root of the problem. So the Vedas is mentioned here, especially here, chanting the holy names, Hare Krishna mantra. They chant together. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Vedas are like Vedya. This is the, the conclusion of the Vedas, is to chant the holy name, mantra. Man means mind. Our mind is full of anxiety and stress. Heart is full of anxiety and stress. Heart attack. I mean, it's too much clogged up with desire. Too many problems. To keep it clean, mind clean. Sudha. Sudha chitta. Keep the heart tense. Keep the mind clean by chanting Hare Krishna. We go in the street, chant Hare Krishna. Just three days ago, you're in Hare now, two hours down the river. Down the, 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 just there in the city, down the river. People eating. And we come back, Hare Krishna. Hey, Hare So they are so happy to see us. Before they, they are happy. So our business is to make people happy. Our business is, it's not we are making people happy. It's the holy names making them happy. Kali Kali Nava Krishna Vadaar. In Kali Yuga, Krishna is there in his name. By uttering his name, you can feel Krishna. He's there directly. Chant the holy name sincerely. Hey Krishna, Hare Krishna. Tears flow from the eyes. Gadgada, choking voice. Hair standing at end. Rolling on the ground. I remember Vrindavan, Prabhupada was there. People used to come down and roll on the ground. <coughs> we didn't roll on the ground. That's we are making a show of devotion. So sometimes people making a show, they come and roll on the ground. Indian, Indian people. So Prabhupada said, they, you can test them if they actually have love for Krishna. So they said, just give him a kick on the side of the ribs when they're rolling on the ground. Maybe he was just making a statement. But they actually did it. So one devotee kicked him in the ground. He got up and ran away. He didn't have any love for Krishna. He was just making a show. If I kick you in the ground, you roll in the ground. He didn't care. But because he was just making a show, he didn't give him a kick. He ran off. He felt the pain. He was just making a show. That's why Papa said, but we have to be careful. People are, whatever, even if they're making a show, don't kick. That's the special problem, says. He was here. So, I've seen people, tears in their eyes. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he used to chant Hare Krishna, tears would flow from his eyes like tears of rain. They could collect the tears from his eyes in a bucket. You know, Hare Krishna, Melbourne, is famous for buckets. So many, you know, those white buckets. Because they get yogurt and ghee. And we used them to fill it up with Krishna. So many buckets, i never seen before that many buckets before I came. So they're filling up the bucket with tears coming from the eyes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Devotees are collected from the back. Tears. They're like one drop. Not much. So we have to have expression of love for Krishna that tears are coming. And if I have to run to the bathroom, my hair is standing in suffering. 
We have his standing in when he's chanting Hare Krishna. So the holy name, chanting the holy name is what gives us the pleasure, the highest pleasure. Hare Krishna, it's so feeling, such a good feeling. If I'm coming to temple, the days, I can't wait to be able to sit down and start chanting Hare Krishna. It feels so good. You go in there, and then some people are complaining. I was doing the Hare Krishna, leading the Kirtan. I didn't give others a chance. I, why should I? I'm leading. I, I don't want to give. If it's two hours, I'll sing two hours. I just feel so good singing. I don't want to give away to others. They sing different mantra, different techniques. Okay, so then I kept, so they complain. This guy, he's singing, he take over for two hours. He didn't give a chance to others to sing. You can sing, I'm leading. So if you can enthuse others, if you can make people happy, then why not? So our idea is to enthusiasm. To way to attract Krishna through your devotion, through your enthusiasm. Just like this morning I had the Guru Puja. I can hear from down the road. Whoever is leading, ah, going for it. I can hear down the road street. There's a Vidanga playing. Maybe there's a hole there. The sounds coming out. We close all the doors here because neighbors don't like. In India, it's all open because people like the sound of the holy name. They want to hear the neighbors. And neighbors early in the morning, four o'clock, you go build down on my boat. They sing, they're playing gong, wampers. Four o'clock in the morning, four thirty in the morning. Pramatri. 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 Morning. Yeah. And you hear it from the street. They're all over Vrindavan, ringing bells. Such a good feeling. You can hear in Melbourne, you have to close everything because people are sleeping. I don't disturb them. So, it's a very nice feeling to be able to hear the only name. I have a desire to go on a Harinam midnight. Just go out at midnight, big party, Harinam party, just down the street, and see what happens, what the reaction is. In my Vrindavan, you can. People say, ah, oh, here comes the Hare Krishna devotees. There's no rules or regulations. We go to sleep because we have to sleep. Imagine if you have to sleep and eat. The yogis, they never go to the toilet because they don't eat. There's nothing, nothing to get rid of. The Goswamis, they ate little bit of, they drank little bit of milk every day. They were so busy chanting Hare Krishna, they didn't even have, they forgot to eat and sleep. That's the love. And we are here doing the program, and we, are, we look it up, our alarm clock, our watch, ten times when the time's up. Because we know it's nine, it's now for Prashadam. We know everything is calculated. But those who are advanced devotees, they never care about eating and sleeping. That's what Ekadashi means. To increase our chanting, to increase our reading, increase our love for Krishna. Cut down eating and sleeping. Here we have big feast of Ekadashi. They even have Ekadashi pizza. I remember when I first joined in Iskon in Mayapur in the 70s. Everybody in Mayapur had to do a half-day fast. Akadashi half-day fast. They came, and then I came to Australia and said, oh, I love it here. Breakfast, eat feast, and Akadashi. 
They said, I'm not going back to India because they don't eat breakfast. And I thought she said, you have to fast. He had like so much things. But he had to work hard, go on Sunday time and stuff. I said, I don't care what. I will do whatever as long as I get good, good, good prasadam. So the idea is to do whatever we do. We have to always understand the underlying principle. Am I developing love for Krishna? Is this eating so much? Is am I increasing love for Krishna? Then I'll eat. So always know the principle behind. Otherwise, mention here. We're simply attracted to the mantra. You know, all this mantra. I also know. Very attractive. So, oh, can you do it again? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. You know, I'm enjoying the singing, the people are enjoying it. But we're not attracting Krishna. We're not, we're just doing it. We're attracted to the rhythm. We're attracted to the, like it says, flowery Vedas. Very attractive. But there was one sannyasi, they, they told him to sing. Papa told him to sing. I think he did it purposely because nobody liked his singing. He was very, uh, not very nice voice, but he had a lot of devotion. So everybody complained. Papa said, he has devotion. That's the main thing. I remember I came here once, 1980s, 86, 85, and this is a very special day, maybe Gorpunima. So there was Kurma Prabhu here, Anirudha, Balaram Prabhu, all senior people. So they said, you are singing the Mangalarati song. So they're all behind me. They used to, we used to have two lines, like the two sides, mother's back and two lines. So Kirtan leader in the front with the mic in the 80s. So then as soon as the DD curtain opened, I forgot to sing quickly enough, so I still give you some time. And then I hear this voice, everybody hears his voice. And from the back, somebody starts singing. And there was one boy named, I don't know, he's not here anymore. And he was the worst singer in the temple, they always wanted to sing. But the people always put him down, so he, he got terrible voice, he's not singing. But he starts singing on a special day, and I came all the way from Sydney, and I was going to sing. But once you start singing, you can't tell them not to sing. It's not good. So he kept, he sang the whole thing, Samsara prayers, the whole Mangalarti, with that terrible voice. And I look behind me, everybody's gone. <laughs> Kurma's gone. Everybody's gone. All the senior people said, what happened? So then it was said that the Vishnu prayers, Jayam Vishnu prayers, I said, Jayam Vishnu So I was doing it. So as soon as everyone was Put, uh, paid their obeisances while the uh, program, and I hear this five knock on my back, five people. Yes, he get up quickly and sing the machine prayer before he take before he sings it. So that's what I did and told you prayer. So I'm just saying this: uh, it's not how well you sing; it's the devotion. So Prabhupada got that that sannyasi to Krishna to sing, even though he had a, a nice voice but because he has devotion. So, always understand, and uh, it's not um, what we do, it's how we can attract Krishna, how we can please Krishna. Now I cook the Raj Bhog every day, and then I you know, just finish and then take off. 
No, I didn't. I was going to talk to people. They like the peshawar, serve a little bit, talk to people, sit with them, and then get some feedback. We're doing it for preaching. We're all here for a mission. Our whole life is a missionary work for Prabhupada. It's not that we're doing it artificially, or oh, I wear sarangiti log, your custom. We are here for a reason. We are here to emphasize Krishna consciousness. We are preachers. Open more temples, distribute more books. If the whole of Melbourne, everybody is a devotee, then you can sit back. There's still so much preaching to do. There are so many people still need to become a devotee. Isn't it? Go on hurry on. Fifty people, hundred devotees, go, go on hurry on and say, emphasize, impress the people. Krishna, such a big group, and they are dressed so nicely, eating a lot, everything. This whole idea of our life for coming here to serve Krishna is a reason for this. It's not that we're doing it mechanically. We're here to please Krishna. We're here to please Prabhupada. Oh, no, Prabhupada's not here. Krishna is standing there. He knows everything. He's in our heart, in every atom. Krishna is everywhere. So we have to have this inner understanding, not a mechanical thing. We do it and then we finish the next one with it. Like you go to church every Sunday, finish next Sunday. And then you go away and have a cigar and, and do whatever you do. No. Like a professional speaker in the Bhagavatam. They talk love of God and bhakti devotion. Some professional speaker in the university. As soon as they finish the God, there's no character, simply talking. They don't have the qualities of a Brahman or a Vaishnava. This is all acquired profession. This is their profession. As as much as change the heart and the consciousness, the lifestyle, nothing, no change. They're simply doing it because like a duty thing. They, they get paid for it. We have to understand, we are here to go back to Godhead. At the end of life, all these things, family, children, house, this, that, whatever, all going to be here. Our real home, spiritual world, remember that. Our purpose is to please Krishna, that's all. The gopis in Vrindavan, the highest word is the gopis. They had their whole life, everything is to please Krishna. Always turning to Krishna. Trouble, no trouble, oh, our Krishna. Love Krishna, that's all. That's all they care. We have to have the same attitude. Krishna, Krishna is everything for us. Okay, Hare Krishna. Any questions? Yep. Thank you very much for a nice wonderful class. Uh, I've got one coming to in 
and living without father or grandfather. Even breathing was very slow, and they were monitoring all the things and everything. So that was my comment. Today's Marwa Chariyas, so you have to tell us something in a few minutes. Disappearing is Marwa Chariyas. Marwa Chariyas is one of the Acharyas, right? He is a great Acharya. He appeared in the South, I believe. And uh, he was a um, very strong personality, even physically. There's a few stories I heard. Um, he had a lot of followers and Vaishnava all over. There are four Sampradayas. And one of the Sampradaya that Madhavajaya is the Madhva Gorya Vaishnava Sampradaya. That he comes in that line. So Madhvacharya is a different tilak, but Vaishnava tilak. And he, he was very strong. He, he told his mother that if his mother in trouble, ask for him to come. Wherever he is, he will be there for her. So once his mother was in trouble, he called for him, he was around. And wherever he, wherever he was, he, he, he turned up suddenly. And so he can come, he can jump. So he was, I think he was a, um, uh, an incarnation or something. Yeah, Yeah, of Hanuman. Yeah. He was very strong. He could, he, he could eat uh, up to thousand bananas. Thousand bananas. Correct. And we, we all of these people here to eat bananas because there's some bananas here. Going around. So I was saying he was very strong and uh, he, he, he fell off of, of a, a building from the roof on the concrete and he, had, he was a child and that, nothing happened to the child. The, the concrete cracked open. He was so strong as a child. And, and once he was crossing a river, very raging river, and he had all the followers and he had, they had to get across the river. And, they didn't know how to get across the river. They, most of them didn't know how to swim. So he was swimming. He said, everybody, 50 people behind him will grab his leg and others their leg. And he had no problem swimming across. You know, usually when you're swimming, if you're doing a swimming lesson, first thing, you don't pull them down. But they're all holding. And he, he had no problem getting across the raging river. All those people behind him holding his leg. So he was very strong. And he found this big piece of clay, a mud, in the ocean. And so he got that big clay and he bought it. He opened that. There was Krishna Devi in it. That, that's Madhva, Madhva Charyasam. That place is called, where is that place? Um, in the south somewhere, south of the ocean. Not Sri Ramana. Urupi. Urupi. They had that deity of Krishna that he found inside this big clay, Tilak. So, amazing how he was, uh, you know, and, and he was a very strong preacher of bhakti devotion. So, there's four sampradayas in the south, particularly. We are coming from the sampradaya of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Brahma Madhva Gauriya sampradaya. We are Gauriya. Gauriya means Gauranga, Gauradesh, Bengal, West Bengal. And so Madhva, Madhva, Madhva is Madhva Chari. So this, he represents one of the uh, first Sambhadayas, Vaishnava Sambhadayas. 
So if you're coming in the line of the four sampradayas, Vaishnava sampradayas, your bona fide sampradayas, so there may be a little bit different. One of the sampradayas, Lakshmi sampradaya, they are they worship their main purpose of their system of worship of Krishna is to serve the Vaishnavas, Vaishnav Sheva. So Madhvacharya may be another, but it's all devotional service. So we emphasize bhakti, devotion to Krishna. We emphasize Sankirtan, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we're coming that line. So their, their whole idea is to serve Vaishnava. There are people who do Manav Sheva, serve the human being. Doesn't mean that. It means to serve the Vaishnavas, those who are serving Krishna. So the, 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 the principle of loving Krishna is to serve Krishna's devotee, to get the mercy of Krishna. Not that he serves the poor. And, and that's Mahasya, that's a different thing. Doesn't mean that. So his principle, Madhvacharya, is is this within this four sampradayas, serving Vaishnava and, and, and practicing devotion to Krishna and performing um, Sankita and Dinkya like us. So these are the four sampradayas. So if you are they are upper sampradaya, outside of the four sampradaya, they're known as the upper sampradaya. They have accepted. They are the line. So Vaishnava Sampradaya, Madhvacharya is a Vaishnava Sampradaya, and very, very, uh, also very. So when they see the Hare Krishnas, they have a respect. You see Tirupati, they're also in that line, Vaishnava Sampradaya. So when they see the Hare Krishna, they can come in. They don't reject us because they come from the West. They see us as Vaishnavas. That's because they understand that doesn't doesn't matter where you come from. If you're practicing devotional service, you're raised to the highest platform. Avashnava. That is a, that is something else. Before you became a devotee, you that's something else. Once you become a devotee, you're cleansed. You're spiritually advanced. You're Vaishnava. So it's not just a dress. It's your character. So the body is a dress. White, black. It's all color. But what we have in our in our consciousness, in our heart, our character, our quality is what what is what makes us the real personality. Nice temple for the weekend. Yeah. The duties to the other. Yeah. Mother temple. Yeah. Go and see the Jesus. Any other? What is this? Any questions? Thank you very much.